Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. If you went to bed after three quarters last night, understandable, but boy, it was almost like three games in one. Crazy finish. But the Raiders pick up the win, beating the Ravens. And then the Ravens have to turn around and then next Sunday night host the Kansas City Chiefs. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. Peacock, they stream uh, this show all three hours. And our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio lineup. Fan bases arguably have more power in college football than any other sport. Boosters help pay for programs. They help make decisions. Fans are loud enough to make the administration miserable if they aren't on board with the coach. And that's what happened this weekend when USC lost at home to Stanford. Clay Helton, he got fired. And uh, I think it's surprising he lasted as long as he did at USC. After USC lost 42-28 to Stanford, they had had enough fired Helton. Uh, He started out with promise, helping provide stability after the tumultuous exit from Steve Sarkeesian, but the team's been disappointing as of late. And those Pete Carroll glory days are a long, long time ago. Haven't been close since Pete left, and there's no reason that uh, USC shouldn't be an elite team. Southern California can challenge any area in the country when you think about it for talent. But you have some marquee players, including quarterbacks, who just aren't staying closer to home. You have an associate head coach, Dante Williams, who takes over on an interim basis. And maybe he can salvage for uh, what was once a promising season. If not, back to the drawing board for a program with high expectations and very, very low results as of late. This is... In the short term, this is a good problem to have. If Dante Williams, the associate head coach, the interim head coach, does well, then you're having a successful season. 
If I'm a USC fan, how successful do I want my season to be? Because I'm getting a new coach, or at least I think I'm getting a new coach, because USC has done this before, where you have somebody come in, interim head coach, players like him, they play hard for him, and then all of a sudden you go, well, let's just promote him. Usually you don't make a decision like this unless you know what your next hire is going to be. Coaches don't get fired in September. Really rare. It happens. I mean, it's not even officially fall. (laughs) Now do you swing? You swing for the fences? Ground rule double? Tape measure shot? You go after Lane Kiffin? Do you go after Do you go after Urban Meyer? They had gone after Urban Meyer before. Do you go after Luke Fickle, the Cincinnati head coach who has ties to the current athletic director at USC? Usually that's what happens. A lot of these situations you connect the dots and Luke Fickle, while not a USC guy, might be the guy for this program done a really good job at Cincinnati. And I always like when they say, well, he's a no-nonsense guy. Like, who isn't a no-nonsense guy? (laughs) Who's a nonsense? I'm not a no-nonsense guy, you know? No curfew, have fun, who cares, let's have fun. Like, I'm guessing that, uh, you know, you want to have a no-nonsense guy in there. How about a, a coach who is uh, you know, well-liked by the player, you know, like all these corny cliches. He's a player's coach. you got to bring in a player's coach here. Uh, but um, I, I think you got an opportunity here. You get a head start on every other program that might be replacing a coach. Uh, but I don't think you make a decision like this without having an idea of who you're going to bring in. Yeah, McLeod. So didn't UCLA basketball hired Cincinnati coach Mick Cronin? Mm. This feels like the same exact hire in a weird way. I know it doesn't. Just like uh, a guy who's a really, really well-respected mid-level coach. But fans, do fans get excited about that kind of thing? They probably won't with Luke Fickle. But he's a really good coach. But I I don't know if... can Can he recruit? Can you recruit on the West Coast? Like, there's so many things that go into this. It's not just, boy, he's a great football guy. It's a great football guy. Uh, how are you with the media? How are you, you know, in Southern California? Can you recruit? Can you keep players? Are you going to be a run a running team? Are you going to get back to USC old school? Or are you going to be wide open like you have been? Play small ball as opposed to big. You know, there, there's just so many questions here. And... You know, you have new president, you have new athletic director, like, you know, everybody's trying to figure this out so they don't make a mistake. Like Pat Hayden has made before and Lynn Swan's made before. You're 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 promoting somebody. I mean, this has really been a mess since Pete Carroll left. And they were lucky to have Pete Carroll to begin with. Yeah, Paul. I love the college football dance though, because if you're the USC athletic director and you want Luke Fickle, you have to back channel and talk to him mm-hmm. because you gotta make sure if I offer you this job, you're taking it. Yeah. You're not going to get a raise out of it because the last thing you want is Cincinnati head coach passes on USC job as a headline. You don't want that headline. You can't have that. He, and then because everyone in L.A. is be like, he wouldn't leave Cincinnati for USC. That's a bad day. You got to avoid that day. 
Well, we'll talk to uh, Rick Neuheisel, former UCLA head coach. He'll join us a little bit later on. We'll check in with the Trojans coming up. An all-new season of the Peacock Original Comedy, AP Bio streaming now, class back in session. Don't miss the outrageous new season or binge the entire series from beginning only on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up now. McLovin, the poll question we're going with with Hour 2 is? The most disappointing college program of late. That's okay. what I put in. Okay. Okay. Uh, the choices are Florida State, Texas, USC, Michigan, and Nebraska. Now, we've gotten a bunch of other tweets. we got some Miamis and some Tennessees. Okay. But I capped it at five. Uh-huh. You want to know the Oh, winner? I'm supposed to guess. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, well, I'll tell you who's leading. Okay. Nebraska is uh, just a little <laughs> bit ahead of Michigan. Okay. I, Michigan has done well, just not well enough, because you're always going to be in the shadow of, of Ohio State. Um, you know, Texas, I guess, is in the shadow of Oklahoma or even Texas A&M as of recently. USC, who are you in the shadow of? Because UCLA hasn't been good. Oregon or Washington or Stanford. It feels like, you know, depending on the year, you have a different program that sort of emerges there. Florida State has been disappointing for a while. And that used to be one of those they were playing for a national championship, or at least in the conversation. Yeah, Paul. McLovin changed a poll question because it was the the most disappointing college football program of the past decade, Yeah, which would take Florida State partially out of it. Florida State was in the national championship game and won it in 2013. They, you know, 10 wins, 13 wins, 10 wins. And then Jimbo Fisher went, had that seven and six year and got the heck out of Dodge and took the cash down in College Station. Yeah, They had three coaches in four years and they started this season 0-2. Okay. They're drastically bad. Yeah. Yeah, McClellan. And they just lost to Jacksonville State. Does that feel like a long time ago, that Jameis Winston era? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what happens in sports. Like sometimes you can, like the Cubs, they haven't won a World Series since 2016. It seems like that's forever. <laughs> they, my, had a, they had a bad century. Yes, McClellan. My Eagles, that was, that was that's a two long decades time. ago? Yeah, it feels like that too. Yes, Eden. But for somebody or someplace like Texas to be that big and that powerful and also that sort of irrelevant, yeah, feels like something's really wrong there. Like they need to be, they need to have more success. When's the last time Texas was relevant? Yeah, Paul. When they hired Tom Herman in 2017, he went 10 and four, and went to the Sugar Bowl in 18, and it felt good mm. for about eight minutes. Yeah. And then they went eight and five, seven and three, and gone though. Mac Brown went in 2009, was 13 and one, and lost a BCS national title game. And then it went, uh, it cooled off. Remember, yeah. he had that coach in waiting thing. Yeah, with Will Muschamp. Yeah. And that went sour, yeah. and he stuck around. Yeah. A couple of phone calls here. Bill in Florida leads us off this hour. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind? Good morning from sunny Clearwater, Florida. Dan and Danettes. Want to weigh in on USC and also Manning Night Football? Okay. I think all USC needs to do is wait till Urban gets fired or takes one for the team and steps down. Okay. As far as Manning Night Football, I watched it. I had to go back to traditional after a half an hour because I got I wanted to see the game, not a small little box. It's at different sections of the of the okay. screen every five or ten minutes. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think they should do more of the screen of the game 
and Peyton and Eli in the boxes because they were funny as all hell. I mean, Eli was was giving it to him big time, <laughs> and I really and I really enjoyed. And all the comments about Peyton's head were just so funny. Yeah, I thought Eli and, got a, yeah. got a, got off a couple of uh, really good ones there. Thank you, Bill. Here's something that you don't know about Peyton Manning, but I want to tell you because last night I was in New York City. I drove down with my wife for a week. A memorial for uh, the woman who's responsible for the ESPYs, um, Maura Mann. She had passed away, and uh, we weren't able to hold a memorial due to COVID, and, and we finally got everybody together that we could, and her friends did a wonderful job. Well, Peyton has his debut for Monday Night Football with Eli, but he thought so much of this woman because of all the times that Peyton was involved in the ESPYs, and... He he really respected her, loved her as a friend. Peyton and Eli came over from New Jersey, from Eli's house, so they could come in to the memorial, and Peyton gave a speech that was wonderful, heartfelt. He was emotional. So this is just a couple of hours, an hour and a half before he's going to make his debut on Monday Night Football with what they're doing. Now, you can say, well, it's a casual setting. He's with his brother. Still, they want to do it right. And knowing Peyton, he always wants to do it right. But he came in and, and he said, look, I, I wrote this speech a long time ago after Mora passed away, and he wanted to make sure that he was there. And it was extremely moving. But you understood that what this woman meant to not only the ESPYs, but also to Peyton Manning, that he would come in and come in, you know, during rush hour to get there to do this speech. And then he and Eli left and went back so he could do his broadcast last night. But uh, it was it was a wonderful moment, really was. And more meant uh, a, a wonderful person uh, will be missed. Uh, a couple more phone calls here, then we'll take a break. Uh, Grover in New Orleans. Hey, Grover, what's on your mind today? How you doing? How you doing? Hi, Grove. Things. Uh, one Nebraska fans probably feel the most passionate about the poll question. Me personally, I think Florida State. It just blows my mind. I don't know why they just can't get it together with that great tradition. But uh, a couple things: USC. So one, I think Lane Kiffin's no brainer for me personally. I think they should go they swallow their pride on that one. He's probably going to need like a tarmac clause on his contract, but. Uh, what do you think about them looking back at Ed Orgeron and the trouble he's in? And if not, do you think it would be leverage for like Ed Orgeron to do a less miles and try to use it as leverage? <laughs> well, I think Coach O needs to get his team in order before he's having any leverage there. I always love less miles was always up. It felt like for the Arkansas job every two years and be like, uh, Arkansas interested in less miles and then less miles get a raise. You could, you could count on it. He's like, uh, well, less one ten games. He probably needs a raise there. Yep, less miles. In, uh, they're down here. They're, uh, they're interested in less miles. I was like, he's going to get a raise. He's going to stay. But a tarmac clause with Lane Kiffin. <laughs> now you can't fire him on the tarmac. <laughs> I don't know if there's ever been a tarmac clause in a coaching contract, but um, I, I'm. I don't know if you can say I'm going to rule that person out. If you're going to include Urban Meyer in this search then I'm going to include Lane Kiffin in this search. I mean, might as well. One more phone call, then we'll take a break. Uh, Wayne in Arizona. Hi, Wayne. Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, uh, sir. Uh, 
um, just have a few things. I, I like the uh, the Manning the Manning night football. It was uh, very fresh to hear um, Peyton's analysis and Eli's jokes. I'm a Giants a New York Giants football fan, so anytime to see Eli get with with Peyton is a, is a good thing. Um, it seemed like uh, it was more like a you know, watching watching the show with your buddies, you know. I go down to the bar and watch it with your buddies, and you talk, you tell stories, and then you, you watch the play, and then you get your analysis. And at the end there in overtime to watch Peyton grip that football like he was actually in the game was pretty <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there were but, there uh, were some fun moments there. Thanks for the phone call, Wayne. I mean, there were. there. It This is the, just the first time they're doing it. It'll evolve. I, I thought that the sneaky... Part of it was you had Russell Wilson and the fourth quarter in overtime. And you're going to do this every single week. Now, I'm guessing Tom Brady is going to be part of this at some point. Brady has a bye week, something. Brady will be there with Peyton, Eli, uh, Barkley last night, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's going to join us on the program tomorrow. You know, Travis Kelsey didn't know he was playing the Ravens next weekend. He's watching the Ravens play. And he did not know that the the Chiefs were playing the Ravens. That's somebody who takes it one game at a time. A lot of people tell you they're taking it one game at a time. Travis Kelsey is taking it one game at a time. Wait, who are we playing? Yeah, you guys are in Baltimore against the Ravens. Oh, okay. All right, who's USC targeting here? Who should they target? Should Clay Helton have been fired after week two? Try to answer those questions coming up. Take a break, 17 after the hour. Glad you're part of the program. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. And it's amazing. In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. In fact, paying for my parking last night in New York City, use my Discover card. When it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often, and you can learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations do apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious, near-silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship. And you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge. The EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Take a test drive. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQS. Yes, Raider fans, we will dive back into the win last night against the Ravens. We'll hear from a couple of people, including John Gruden and Lamar Jackson. Wild game last night. Almost three games in one. At least it felt like that. Former UCLA head coach Rick Neuheisel will join us coming up in an hour from now. Ryan Karchi covers USC for the LA Times. Kind enough to join us on uh, what has to be a busy day. Uh, Probably busy uh, couple of days coming up here. Uh, why now? Why was uh, Clay Helton fired after uh, two games? You know, I, I think it was just made pretty clear in that that Stanford defeat. Uh, when you're down by more than four touchdowns in the fourth quarter to a a 17, or you're supposed to be a 17 point favorite, uh, it was the most lopsided loss at the Coliseum to an unranked opponent since 2000. So, and I think just the general vibe around the program, just the the frustration of this fan base. There are very few fan bases. I think that spend three years just completely resolute in the fact that their coach should be fired and, and letting the administration know very clearly. So I I think that was in their heads of of course. And I, I think they just realized that after putting behind 
Clay Helton putting so many resources and retooling the staff and changing the recruiting behind Clay Helton to see him come out with just a demoralizing loss that basically showed all of the same issues for the last several years. I think that was just kind of a breaking point for them. What were the expectations for this team? Well, the, the expectations, as they said, have always been to get to a Pac-12 championship or to win a Pac-12 championship. And, uh, you know, the, I think it was just pretty clear in that game that they weren't going to do that. But now, you know, it was clear from the statement that, that Mike Bone, the athletic director, put out yesterday that it's kind of a national championship or bust attitude as they look for a head coach. And, you know, they're saying all the right things in that sense. But, you know, I think with Clay Helton, the, the result or the fact of the matter was he was just never going to reach that point. And I, I think. You know, this administration came to that realization maybe a little bit later than than some other people did. And I think they, there's it's fair to quibble with the fact that they didn't just take care of this last year. But there are other factors involved, uh, namely his buyout for a, for a long time, just given the fact that Lynn Swan had given an extension to Clay Helton after the 2017 season. Uh, if they would have fired him in 2019, it would have been 20 million dollars of a buyout. So that certainly played a part uh, that buyouts much smaller now. So uh, I think that certainly helps. But at a certain point, you just reach that point where fans just aren't going to show up and it's going to affect you financially in, in that way, too. Yeah. And you go five and one, you know, during the pandemic and you can't fire him then. But I was just surprised. And your new athletic director, when he came in, at least was fair. And, and you would want that in your athletic director to say, let me just see what we have here to be fair to uh, to Clay Helton. I was just surprised that Lynn Swan um, kept him, (laughs) right? That was certainly a sign of of the fact that Lynn Swan didn't necessarily have the athletic director experience that you need when you're at USC. And since he's left, it's been kind of clear, even just talking to officials in the athletic department who were there for both, that it's just a stark change in professionalism for Whatever you think about the football program, uh, at least Mike Bone has, you know, uh, quite a bit of experience when it comes to the administrative aspects of the job. And, you know, it, it, this will be the toughest test of him being an athletic director. And uh, it'll be interesting, certainly, to see how that search plays out. But, Ryan, you have so much that's gone on at USC in the last couple of years. We have the, you know, Operation Varsity Blues. You have, uh, you know, the sexual assault, uh, harassment lawsuit against a campus doctor. I mean, you didn't have fans at the football games. There's a whole lot going on here. It almost felt like they couldn't make a move like this because they didn't want to add to what was already going on. Would that be overstating this? Uh, Maybe to some degree, although I do think like all of those things play a factor, obviously. And I I think you know, it's an interesting sign of where the university is that at that the leadership of the university looks at the pandemic uh, and the obvious deficit and financial issues that come from that. And they say, you know, we still need to get rid of Clay Helton, whether, whether his buyout is over 10 million, whether we're going to have to pay you know, several million more to, to buy out to members of his staff or to buy out a new coach. Uh, at a certain point, the bottom line that's being affected uh, by our football program uh, is important enough to make that change. But I do think, you know, with Clay Helton, it always helped the fact that he was, you know, viewed as a man of integrity. He was a consummate gentleman. You never had to worry about 
just ethical issues, at least yeah. in, at a program level uh, with Clay Helton in charge. And that was the reason why he was hired in the first place by Pat Hayden, uh, you know, post Steve Sarkeesian, uh, Pat Hayden kind of became taken with the fact that, you know, this was a man of integrity who would be leading us into a new era. We can put this Sarkeesian era behind us. Obviously, a pretty short-sighted look at, at how you hire your football coach, uh, and that certainly played out. But I, I think that when you look at the fact that Clay Helton got six full seasons as the head coach, I think it helped quite a bit that he was kind of viewed as a man of integrity, and, and people generally liked him, including his players. Who should be the next head coach at USC? You know, that that's a tough question. I, I think they have a really difficult search ahead in the sense that a, a lot of boosters want a big splash hire. Our own B Bill Plaschke said in his column yesterday that, you know, they need to go out and hire a guy, not that need, still needs to prove himself, but that has already proven himself, that already has the equity in recruiting and nationally uh, to sort of instantly hit the ground running and, and make USC that national contender. I'm not sure many of those guys are out there. There's a, a Bob Stoops, maybe a Chris Peterson. I know, you know, I'm sure in the coming weeks, their agents will will leak out that they're not interested. Um, the obvious choice a lot of people have connected is Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, because that's who Mike Bone hired when he was the athletic director there. I'm not so sure that's a, a sure thing. I think Luke Fickle, uh, you know, spent basically his entire life in Ohio in the Midwest. Um, I've heard from some people, they're not sure whether he would want to go to USC and be a part of that kind of LA cacophony of fans constantly complaining about the program. Now, there are a lot of other candidates, Matt Campbell, maybe even a Bill O'Brien, uh, who sort of bring that heft. Maybe they have kind of proven themselves a little bit in difficult places. What about um, Urban Meyer? <laughs> I was wondering if you'd bring that up. Uh, that I'm sure there will be a lot of message board uh, topics with Urban Meyer in the title over the next couple of weeks. But the same issues stand from before when when he was talked about. And every indication that I gotten from USC officials, from people at the university, even not even just in athletics, was just the appetite for risk. Yes, for, I was for told bringing in a guy who has maybe questions about his integrity in his past. You know, at this current moment in our society, I just don't know that the that administration at the university level has the stomach for that. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> that would certainly be interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if Lane would want to come back, just given the way uh, the, the way things ended. But you know, honestly, everything I've heard is that they will open up the search to anyone and everyone for now. They have basically three months to conduct it. So that's a lot of time to figure it out, but it also leaves less margin for error in terms of if you get it wrong, you really screwed this up when yeah. you had that much time. I'm going to throw out another name. And he was just on campus. David Shaw. Yes. I mean, he wouldn't leave for NFL jobs. Now, I, I wonder if he'd really want to uproot his family and all that to, to leave Stanford when he clearly, I mean, they've had a, a rough couple seasons and you don't hear his name anywhere near the hot seat. So I think that's a pretty comfortable situation to be in, although fascinating idea. Great to talk to you, Ryan. Thanks for joining us. We'll be following what, uh, what you write. Awesome. Thanks for having That's me. That's Ryan Karchi. He uh, covers USC for the LA Times. So you had 
Helton Sarkeesian, uh, Ed Orgeron. Um, David Shaw was always there at Stanford. Um, you know, he knows West Coast recruiting. He knows the conference. Great image. Scholastic requirements. And he makes less than Clay Helton makes at USC. I don't know if David Shaw is interested coming down the coast, but I don't know if it's a situation where you go, well, that'll never happen or they'll never reach out to that guy. I've learned in this business over 40 years to never say never. Like Lane Kiffin leaving Tennessee. Bobby Petrino, he left the Falcons midseason. I've been doing this a long time. And when somebody goes, oh, no, they'd never go for that. Or that that's not somebody that they would take. Now, I know that you, and I was told this from a, a, you know, a great source at USC, that it went up to the top and the top said, no, we're not bringing in Urban Meyer. We can't. We can't have questions here. We can't. Not in the current climate at USC. And I, I think they, they had offered Urban a pretty sizable paycheck to come in and be the next head coach. You know, what screwed things up is Pac-12 football came back and USC went 5-1. and one. Because you can't fire Clay, Clay Helton after, you know, 5-1. and one. But, you know, they got blown out in big games, you know, against big opponents. That they weren't competitive. And it's rare when you tune in to watch USC and they don't have a ton of talent there. And you don't see that. Uh, we'll talk to Rick Neuheisel about this uh, coming up next hour. Brian in uh, Denver joining us. Hey, Brian, what's on your mind today? Uh, hey, fellas. Uh, good talking to you. Um, a couple of things. Uh, I was watching the broadcast last night, and uh, it took a little while to kind of get used to, but it was it was a, a really nice break from what I find as uh, maybe I'm just getting older. But uh, you kind of get tired of hearing the same announcers, kind of the same rhetoric. Um and so to hear the brothers going back and forth um, with knowledge of the game, but also having a little bit of fun was, was a nice change. Um, you could really see the stark difference in personalities between like the super intense type A Peyton and then the more chill. I mean, just in their mannerisms, it was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys caught it, but even in, in like the joke deliveries, Eli at one point mentioned, you know, Red 7, Red 7 hot route, which was a wedding crashers, you know, like line. And he's sitting there chuckling to himself, and Peyton can't even focus. He's just laser-focused on the game. So I know. It was a, it was a nice break. Uh, I'd be curious to see how it goes moving forward. But, um, yeah, I appreciated their their insight and their humor. It was, it was an, and a great game to see them react live yeah. to such a wild ending. Um, you always wonder, like, oh, well, these guys, you know, are they – are they just football fans or are they, you know, can they not get out of their own way with their experiences? And they reacted just raw like a fan would. Like, wow, this is this is a ridiculous ending. So yeah, was, and Peyton couldn't hide his disdain for things. He would slump in his chair. But, yeah, Eli is very sneaky. He'll just have a line, and it's a throwaway line, and if you catch it, great. If not, you, you just move on. I would love to see them get out a blackboard or a whiteboard and, and just start dissecting plays. Now that was later in the game that they did it, but I'd like to see more of that almost to set up, Hey, here's a couple of things to keep an eye on. And uh, you know, here's a play that when you see this, this is what could happen. 
then it like we love to know we love to be knowledgeable we love to know more than the next guy and when somebody says hey here's some plays to keep an eye on this is a favorite play with uh you know john gruden loves this with Derek carr or when lamar jackson is in this set this is what they love to do i'd love to see more of that because unless we get peyton coming in and he's going to be a tony romo type where he's doing cbs or nbc or fox this is as close we're going to get it because I would love to have the camera behind the quarterback taking you to the line of scrimmage and having Peyton go, there's the Mike linebacker there. Now, this is what I'm going to do. I want to bring this tight end in motion here. And then I want, so he, he will be your quarterback. And I'd love to see that if, if you could do it. Now ESPN has the camera angles. I would love to have a camera angle for Manning night football that allows these guys to go to the line of scrimmage in real time and tell me what you see. So it's fun. It's different. And it's the first broadcast they had. And, and I think, you know, I got what nine more. Yeah. See, I like when the, the Ravens, you know, keep targeting their tight end. They have Travis Kelsey, right. And they're and they're like, man, how great is it when you're just eating like this? Right. And talking and he's like, Oh, it's the best. It's the best. And then either Peyton or Eli was like, so what's it like then when you guys are rolling on offense and uh, Mahomes gives you your blocking scheme? <laughs> like, you're staying in and blocking for me yeah. and you're not going out. It, it was a very funny moment because you could see it's just like, oh, it's crushing. It's the worst. Like, you just want to get out and catch them. I still love that Kelsey didn't know he's playing the Ravens <laughs> next week. Yes, Paul. The other thing they pointed out is like Manning was going crazy. Peyton Manning was going crazy because the Raiders fans are cheering on a third and one, they're making it loud and hurting their own offense. He goes, why don't you guys quiet down and help your offense out? <laughs> and, and he kept saying, because don't they know how football game etiquette works? He was, he was all flabbergasted. Week one passing yards. Derek Carr, 435. Aww. Dak Prescott, 403. Tom Brady, 379. Kirk D. Cousins, 351. Jared Goff, 338. You, here's even more 300-yard passing games. Mahomes with 337. Justin Herbert, 337. Trevor Lawrence, 332. Matthew Stafford, 321. Baker Mayfield Jr., the third, 321. Used to be, you threw for 300 yards. That was a big deal. Jameis had to throw the fewest yards of any starting quarterback. Unless it's Ryan Fitzpatrick who didn't finish the game. Yeah, McClellan. When did passing yards become a negative? It really is. Yeah. Like, so if you threw for 400 yards, like, ooh, your team didn't do that. Usually well. you lost, yes. Uh, Carr wins, Prescott loses, Brady wins, Kirk D. Cousins loses, Goff loses, Mahomes wins, Herbert wins, Lawrence loses, Stafford wins, Mayfield loses. You have the lowest yardage? Lowest yardage of any quarterback that uh, started and completed the game, I guess. Aaron Rodgers, 133. Oh, that's right. That's right. No offense. Yeah. He got, he got benched, right? Well, that was the headline. And I went, he didn't get benched. It was just... We're not winning this game. What are we having him out there for? Let's bring in Jordan Love. Uh, Mark in North Carolina. Then we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dan. How are you doing? Good, sir. What do you have? Well, 6'2 and a pedally 235. All right. Hey. Um, oh, dang it. Hold on. Dog went outside. Sorry. Second. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, all right. So, what's the back. what's the dog's um, name? Cooper. It's not even mine. It's a buddy of mine's dog watching him while he's at the beach this week. 
Oh, oh, you can't lose him. No, no, no. I mean, he doesn't get too far from my side, but still. Okay. Right. You'd never, can never tell with this guy. All right. Anyway, um, wanted to call in. I have two gripes regarding from uh, yesterday that I wanted to get your feedback, opinion on, seeing if it's even based in anything. So if you could indulge me. All right. Um, first off, the national anthem. Uh, for me, I'm very sick and tired of hearing celebrities do their own fancy rendition of it. No offense to Gladys Knight. Great career. Amazing singer. But at one point, you could see John Gruden's face like <laughs> he had just smelled a fart and didn't want to admit that he had smelled a fart. So you can go back and watch that, but it's just such a beautiful song, and it's one of the most difficult songs to sing. And yet people butcher it all the time. If you sing that, you know, if you sing it on key, if it's, you know, done with a great melody, it's spine chilling. So I just had a little, just had an issue last night with how that came off. All right, what um, else? Well, got a problem with the Jimmy Jimmersons. And in particular, listening to interviews on the show, and I love the show. I love listening to all the interviews and the questions that you have. But, you know, going along with your gripes that you have, you know, when you said yesterday, well, they're well coached, or it is what it is. You know, all those little fillers that you hear in the media. Can you start calling people out when they keep saying, that's a great question? Because I just don't think every single question is a great question. It seems like that they're stalling for time, and they weren't really listening to your question to begin with. That's all I got. All right. Well, Mark, I would disagree with that. Because I take great pride in the questions that I ask. They're not throwaway questions, and we want to make you think. Um, we, we've heard from a variety of guests who say that they come on, they appreciate the variety of questions that we have, including Nick Saban. But, um, I, you know, I understand if somebody says, well, that's a great question. Well, I, I get it that you're buying time, but you're buying time because it's a thought-provoking question. And I take it as a compliment. Uh, as far as the anthem, turn down the sound, walk away. It's not that big a deal. Like, do we have to complain about everything? Like, it's it's two and a half minutes. Go get a beer. Take a walk. Take your dog out for a walk. It doesn't, like, everything doesn't have to be like, oh, you know what I hate? Okay. It doesn't affect me. I've learned to just, it, there are certain things that are really important. Other things, who gives a bleep? I mean, let's go. Yeah. Man. Yes, Paul. He also said spine chilling. He combined spine tingling and bone chilling <laughs> into one phrase. The McLovin move. Yes, Todd. Speaking of complaints, my wife, because I always make fun of it when oh. the announcers say it. That when you see flags, I always like to say, oh, there's laundry on the field, copying what various, you know, broadcasters would say. And for some reason, he is very annoyed and bothered by that when I when I say uh, we've got laundry instead of just, you know, there's a flag on the field or we've got a penalty. For sense, somebody who doesn't do the laundry, you shouldn't say <laughs> there's a, laundry on the field. That's a very valid point. It just reminds her of all the laundry she has yet to do. Let's take a break here. More More phone calls coming. More complaint. Complaint department is open here. 877-3DP-SHOW. Can't you just sing the song like everybody else does? <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> What's with this whole variety thing? Just sing it the same way everybody else did. Easy with the creativity. Yeah. 
How dare you put your uh, your stamp? Yes, Todd. Have the Rockets. Whoa. Rocket! Back after this. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts the home depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this mother's day whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade at the home depot you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all and with convenient delivery you won't have to stress over getting it to her either looking to step up your mother's day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers pots and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious, near-silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship. And you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge. The EQS is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Take a test drive. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQS. Final week to submit for our next great podcast contest, an opportunity for you to submit your great podcast idea to myself and the podcast team at iHeartRadio and Tongle. All you have to do is go to danpatrick.com. You click on the link on our homepage, and for all the submissions, we will select 10 finalists. We give you a budget, opportunity to produce a pilot episode of your own podcast, September 17th, the final day to submit. Good luck. Uh, Fritzy has a limerick based off of uh, last night's uh, Monday night performance here. Todd, are you ready to uh, give us your limerick? I would love to. All right. Sounds good. Now that's one for silver and black lore. As fans enter a new stadium door, some skill and some lucky, but the wind goes to Chucky. What happened in Vegas will stay with B more. All right. Thank you, Todd. Thank you. Um, I saw where I want to give credit to whoever had this story. Um, that Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos are maybe in the running if the Broncos are sold. Do we know who had that that report? I think it was Sportico, which is a new like sports business oh, okay. uh, journal. I'll double-check that, though. Okay. Jay-Z doesn't have the money to buy the Broncos. He's, got, he's a billionaire, but he's... Uh, he... Remember when he did the whole thing with Roger Goodell, sat down with the commissioner and, uh, you know, he would help helping with uh, racial issues there with the NFL. And, and I thought at the time, I thought, Jay-Z's setting himself up to maybe be part of an ownership group. And he's got $1.4 billion, I think. He can't buy the Broncos who are going to go for at least $3.5 billion, maybe $4 billion dollars. But he could be part of a group. Whereas Jeff Bezos, I don't even know how many billions he's worth now. But let's say, let's say the Broncos are four billion dollars. Four billion to Jeff Bezos would equal what to the average citizen? So Jeff Bezos is rumored to be worth two hundred billion dollars. So at four billion dollars, he'd be spending two uh, percent of his net worth. Uh-huh. on the uh, the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say the average American family, the median income is 79000 That would be like an average American family spending $2,500 on a family vacation. <laughs> so if you make 79000 what can you afford to spend 2500 on? That's what Jeff Bezos would be doing. But if you're a football fan, do you want to buy just one team, just a team as opposed to being a football fan, that, that once you become the Broncos owner, you're not a football fan, you're a Broncos fan. And I wonder if Jeff Bezos looks at it and says, hey, I'd rather like Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett could have bought a football team or any team, but I think he wanted to just stay a fan. Yeah, McLevin. 
Uh, by the way, sorry, it was AJ Perez with Front Office Sports. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I mean, four billion dollars. Not that's nothing to Jeff Bezos. Yes, Eden. Do you think when you go to a Broncos game, then all of your food and beers will be delivered right to your seat? Oh, <laughs> see what it did there. Yeah. It's a little Amazon joke. Do they have Amazon people at uh, Mile High Stadium then deliver the food to you? Does his ex-wife get half the team, like wow. the fifty-yard no, line? No, no, no. Oh. He's done with. Oh, it's all over. Yeah, he's done with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, she had some nice parting gifts there. <laughs> She should buy a team the next day. Yeah. She should buy, like, the Chargers. Yeah, buy, buy somebody to compete against him. Right. Yeah, she just outbid him for the Broncos. Yeah. Ah, I think yeah. I'll take him. Thanks. Wait, I lost the bid to who? <laughs> uh, your ex-wife, Mackenzie. Yes, McClellan. I got the perfect head coach, Deion Sanders, for Prime Day at the stadium. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, Fritzy. No, I'm with you. I'm following you down that no, road. No, that wasn't good. Try, yeah, the, try the fish. Now that's good. <laughs> that, that was such a timeline. It was. I really felt his energy coming <laughs> over me <laughs> in the back row as I said that. Oh, well, at least we got the limerick out of that segment there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Final hour coming up. Talk about the Raiders win over the Ravens and USC football. Close out hour two. Guys, we're getting older, but we want to perform at our best, and you can. M-Drive, everyday supplement for driven men who refuse to let age beat them. M-Drive's clinically tested ingredients support healthy testosterone levels while helping maintain lean muscle, giving you the energy you need to fight back against aging every single day. Visit mdrivedan.com and try it for yourself. This month only, take 20% off that first order. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. They know you listen to the program. You get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Aging is inevitable, but slowing down doesn't have to be. M-Drive helps you perform at your best with top-level T-support. Join a community of driven guys like me. Refuse to let age slow them down. Visit mdrivedan.com. Get more energy, lean muscle, healthy T-support that your body needs. Take 20% off with the promo code DAN. You don't have to slow down. Get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 